Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, good morning, coffee chat. Hope you're doing well. Hope those of you here in the United States had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. It feels like Monday, but it's not Monday. It's yeah. Tuesday. I'm joined by Corinne Noble. What's up, Corinne? I'm up. Uh, what's up? Apparently, I haven't had enough coffee yet. Got my what's coffee up? Here. I'm good. All right. It How definitely you, yeah. feels like a Monday. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, well, Corinne's going to be, we're going to have a good conversation today about transitions. Um, I want to thank all of you who are watching on Facebook or YouTube or catching this on the podcast today. Thank you so much for your support of the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. The number on the screen, 833-792-6372, is the number to text if you have a question or a recommended topic or someone that you think I should talk to on the Coffee Chat. So, Corinne... What's going on with the nobles these days? Mom life, got a little baby. So much, so much going on with us. Yeah, we had our baby back in November. So he's about 10 months old now. His name is Peter. Um, always keeping me on my toes, always changing, always figuring things out with him. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Now, when do you um, think Peter's going to start walking? Uh, you know, that's a really good question. When's he going to start crawling? Uh, really, he's a really hey, late crawler. Hey, enjoy it, enjoy it. Yeah, Seriously. he rolls, he rolls and scoots and stuff, but he he's really resistant to crawling. So I think he's going to be a little late on the walking front. So is he kind of upset that he didn't get invited on the coffee chat? Well, you know, yes, he got pretty upset when I left the room, but now he's with dad, so he's he's fine. He plays and, video games with his dad, so he loves. Can dad, that. handle him all right. Oh yeah, dad's yeah, great. He's in good hands. Oh, definitely. Okay, so Corinne, when did you and I, I think that we first met in person, I remember where it was, it was at Michael Chanley's conference. Ah, yes. And that was the first time we met, wasn't it, in person? In person. And that was, it was like in Michigan or yeah, Kentucky or somewhere. I remember I drove to it. Yeah, I think but, it was in Michigan. Yeah, but we had interacted and kind of knew each other before that, but that's Gosh, that's probably been five years ago, don't you think? I think so, about almost. Yeah. Somewhere around that. <laughs> so Corinne's super creative. She is a part of the Kidman Academy faculty, which is really cool. Um, and quick reminder that it's not too early to sign up for Kidman Academy. The next class, the next round of classes start in November, kidmanacademy.com. She also um, does her best to get to Megacon and speak. I do when I'm not when she's having when a baby I'm, when yeah. I'm not 38 weeks pregnant yeah when you're not 38 weeks she yeah 38 weeks we both agreed yeah the doctor even said if I no. would not have agreed she still wouldn't have come but I went ahead and agreed to it um like yeah. she was really asking my permission but we so. said hey at 38 weeks I said you know what you really do need to stay home oh my doctor said that too I begged <laughs> yep let's play it so you don't want to have that baby in Nashville Tennessee that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stranger things have happened and it probably would have been okay. But did you end up going early or not? No, I went to 41 weeks. So, so see, you could have come. I could have come. I was upset about that. I was like, yeah. I could have gone to D6. I could have gone to Megacon. I've gone. I didn't go because I was 37 and 38 weeks pregnant. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's good. It is good. Uh, Corinne's a kids pastor. She writes curriculum. She has a great 
uh, website. You blog on your website too, right? Or I do. I just blogged today, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to talk about that because I read I read your post. Oh, thank you. So Corinne's uh, website is still Kidman Corinne. So you can get to it from Kidman Corinne, but we actually kind of rebranded to okay. kmccurriculum.com. Okay. So it's just KMC and then the word curriculum.com. Okay, so we'll put so that in the- You can still get there if you put in kidmancurrent.com. It'll take you there. We'll put the link in the show notes. If you ever cool. miss any of these coffee chats, you can get them on, on the Ryan Frank podcast, but the, a great place to get them is just go to kidsmatter.com because it's there with the show notes and everything. And this will all be online in the next couple of hours. She blogs, she writes curriculum. She's super, super creative. Um, you, wrote, you put a new blog post up today called Forward. That was your- yeah. Word for the year. It, it is. Now, what I kind of word? Did you have any idea what 2020 was going to look like when you picked the word forward? No, and I didn't even pick the word forward. Like I, I totally felt it. Um, like just instantly, I was in this like New Year's Eve service, and I was like, I haven't prayed about a word for the year. Like I just haven't even asked for one. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask for one. And God gave me one instantly, and it was forward. And I was like okay, forward. I like this. This is a yeah. good word, you know? Um, and then of course, 2020 hit and it's been crazy and not what anyone expected. So yeah, very positive word for kind of a difficult year. But, but now that we are nine months in or whatever, yeah. um, you're looking back and um, although in a lot of sense, a lot of people wouldn't describe 2020 with the word forward, you you that has been a year moving forward for you yeah, it has um your husband sean his name's sean right yes sean um and it's been a year of transition before we talk about the transitions why don't you rewind a little bit and tell us about um your ministry journey as a kid's pastor yeah. this desire to share beyond just your church but with other children's ministries your curriculum and your thoughts and your ideas take us yeah down i'll give you i'll give you the yeah. reader's digest version uh yeah so i you know i was called to kids ministry when i was really young 10 years old really just thought that kids ministry meant you're going to be a kids pastor or maybe like a traveling evangelist and that's like the only options yeah um so i always felt like i was going to be a kids pastor and i started full-time ministry back in 2008 and I worked at one church that didn't work out, had to transition out of there. Then I moved to Texas and I was there for about three years, loved Texas, loved my church in Texas. But then I felt God once again telling me, okay, it's time to move on. And that's where, it, when I landed here in, uh, we're kind of in the Phoenix, Arizona area. We love it here. We've been here for five years. Um, we've been at our church for five years as the kids pastors. And we actually just finished up. We just um, stepped down out of that position this past Sunday. So it's been five years. Um, it was a very bittersweet moment because I knew it was the right thing for us going forward with our ministry. It was time for us to kind of step out of that full-time pastoral position and be able to focus more on the big C church and supporting other people's ministries. And we knew that we were kind of at capacity on what we could do while working full-time in the church. So it was very bittersweet because we've made so many good connections and we love our church, but it's really, um, it's really time 
I think that's interesting. I think we, I, I love that, that you're at this point of transition. I think um, transitions are tough to navigate sometimes. When is it time to transition? When is it not time to transition? How do I transition? Um, how do you, how do you know, what are your thoughts on how you know when it's time to transition, whatever that transition is? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to be different for everyone and for every different, you know, every transition. I think you have to, you have to know in your heart that it's right. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember probably like, it was almost two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I even reached out to you um, about a situation that was going on and I won't go into detail on that. And I reached out to a lot of leaders because I would highly recommend doing that if you go through any kind of um, situation where you're just really questioning what's going on in your church and you're questioning what to do. Um, reach out to some leaders who you really look up to, spiritual leaders, ministry leaders, not to gossip or spread stuff about your church, but to ask for some advice. Yeah. And I know I turned to you and yep. uh, talked to Brian Work, Dollar. Josh worst Denmark. advice you've ever heard from Ryan Frank. You never talked to me again, did you? No, that's <laughs> not true. But I talked to I talked to several different ministry leaders, Carl Bastian, just super thankful that they were willing to let me just get on the phone with them and talk about it. And I honestly got a lot of advice from others to transition out at that time period because of some stuff that was going on. But I did not feel the release in my heart. And I did not. And I know my husband did not feel it either. And um, I say all that just to say that sometimes you may even want to transition um, and other people might even tell you, you know, if I was in your position, I would probably transition out, but you don't feel that release. And when you don't feel that, then that's a spiritual thing. And you have to listen to what God's saying to you personally, and not just look at, oh, well, so-and-so over here made a transition because this happened. So I should make that transition. So it was a difficult time for me during that time period, because I really, like, and it's hard to explain that I wanted to transition, but I didn't have that release. But yeah. it's like, I feel like in the flesh, I wanted to transition, but I knew in my heart, like spiritually, that it wasn't the right thing. So I think that's a really good example of don't always just jump out of a position because things get hard or because something doesn't go the way that you want. Or even sometimes you have disagreements with the leadership. And there are times when a disagreement with the leadership is a deal breaker and you have to transition but it isn't always true. Sometimes you can kind of resolve that disagreement. You can figure things out and you can move forward and you can forgive and continue ministering. So I think it's really important not to just jump ship every time something gets hard or there's any kind of disagreement with your leadership. Yeah, I think, man, that's good. I remember now it's been seven or eight years now, um, maybe more than that, actually. I have a, I'm bad with numbers it may be 10 years now where i transitioned off of church staff uh paid paid church staff to focus on kids matter and all this stuff that that we're doing and that was that was difficult and i i always hoped leading up to that for several years um that two things would happen one is if the lord ever had me transition that it would happen when things are at their very best like at the church and in the ministry that i wouldn't have to transition when things were bad, but I wanted to transition when things were like at their best. And I also really wanted to feel that same thing that you just talked about, that release from the Holy Spirit, that um, this is the time. I, that I, I didn't want to feel like I was forcing it, but that um, 
it was just I felt in my spirit from the Lord a release. Yeah. Um, now it's not, that doesn't mean that even when you feel that release and even when things are going well, that it's still going to be easy and there's not going to be fear. Did you feel ex- did you feel any of that anxiety or fear? Like, gosh, I hope I'm doing the right thing. Yes. Um, Definitely. You know, you're, le- you're leaving this security of this job, although it's a ministry, but you and you're doing something different. There's going to be oh, fear, yeah. isn't there? You felt that? Oh yeah. I mean you know, going into this year, like I'd been really praying for a release for a while. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was back in January, right after CPC. Um, that trip was so like cleansing, like for me, like it was just like a really healing trip for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when I came back, I had such clarity and I've been praying for that. And in like the week after that, I felt like such a confident release from the ministry um at my church and obviously you see here we are in September I'm finally actually transitioning out which is a really great note that just because you get that release doesn't mean you're going to be gone next week Mm. um and I will say that um this year's been kind of hard I mean obviously it's been hard for everyone but with knowing that I was released but knowing it wasn't the exact time I was able to like move out of the position it was definitely really difficult. And there was a lot of time for second guessing and um, insecurities to like kind of creep in. Um, And even just feeling like, oh, am I doing this the right way? Should I have just left sooner? Um, Because I'll I'll tell you a little bit about what I did. I waited a few months, prayed about it, um, just to make sure my husband and I prayed about it to make sure. Then we went to our leadership in, I believe it was May. Mm -hmm. And we just said, look, this is where we're going. I mean, our leadership knew that we were doing these things on the side, the ministry that we were doing with the curriculum and other things that we've been doing. And we just said, look, our heart has been shifting toward this for a while. And we know that we've been released, Um, but we don't want to leave you guys high and dry. Like we want this to be a good transition. So we said, look, we'll stay as late as the end of the year while you guys look for, you know, the person who's going to succeed me in the position and I'm going to stay and I'm going to try to keep everything moving as well as I can. And, you know, just keep things, like you said, leave it as good as I can leave the ministry as good as I can keep taking care of the volunteers. Um, and they finally found someone just this, you know, about a month ago, brought him in, interviewed him, gave him the job and everything. And I was able to pass it off. So this coming Sunday, their kids pastor is already here, ready to go. Our team has met them. I've been able to really pass that on to him and make that a really good transition. I love that. I love that. Um, if you're watching or listening today and you're in a, a season where maybe you are in transition or you've been sensing a transition, um, I'd love to hear from you. I know, uh, Corinne, you mentioned um, talking to other people. I think that's a huge part of it. Don't make this decision alone. Talk to yeah. people that you trust and people that can give you good, godly counsel. Um, and then I don't know if there's any other recommended resources you would give. A few things that come to my mind, and Andy, we, we can drop these in the show notes. Roger Fields has a great book called Jumping Tracks. And it's a book he wrote probably 10 years ago. And the whole premise of the book is, is it's his story, but it also helps you if you're thinking about jumping tracks. Like, okay, is it time to do something different? 
So we'll link to that book in the show notes. Jim Weidman has a training. Um, it's an audio training. He used to sell them on CD. I'm sure you can still access them somehow. We'll find out how and put the show notes, put them in the show notes. But it, this training is called Stay or Go. And it was this series of training on how do you know when it's time to stay? How do you know when it's time to go? Um, I think at the end of the day, this is my opinion, Corinne. You can tell me if you agree or disagree, because I get asked this question frequently, and that is, when do you know if it's time to stay or time to go? I don't know that you ever 100% know. I think sometimes, I think you just have to walk with the Lord, and you have to do your best, and you just make your decision. I don't know that anybody knows 100%, like, okay, it's time to make a transition. I think sometimes you just think it's a step of faith, no matter what. There's definitely faith involved, no matter what, with making a a decision to transition out. It's never easy. Even when you're really confident, it's not easy. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Uh, Corinne, so take our last two. Go ahead. I was going to say, I I do have a uh, blog post about some ways to have a positive ministry departure that I wrote actually when I transitioned out of my my previous position and it's still, I was reading it, reading it over today. And I'm like, this is still so relevant. So good. Um, and I can like send you that link. Will you get us that link if you don't mind, as soon as we're done and we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Corinne, you're transitioning off church staff. Tell us what your ambitions are. What do you feel like the Lord has led you to into in this next phase of life and ministry? Well, I'm going to be continuing doing my curriculum company, which is KMC Curriculum, um, and I've been really plugging away with that. We're going into our year four scope and sequence in November, which is so exciting, Um, and I'm definitely adding a lot of new elements and really amping that up with being able to focus on that solely, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're also just feeling such a shift towards doing more like traveling ministries. Uh, whether it's speaking, uh, doing kids services, doing events, uh, consulting, we'd love to do some consulting and training, help other people kind of set up some of the stuff we've done with like technology, with kids worship, uh, with even like some, some environmental redesigns. We really just have all kinds of stuff we could totally do. And we're just really praying um, and asking God for direction to just give us the right opportunities going forward but we have complete flexibility to travel anywhere we need to anytime. Um, And we're just really looking forward to being able to really launch into that. I love that. So if somebody wants to contact you um, because maybe they need your help or they have an idea or they'd love for you to help their church somehow, best way for them to connect with you. Yeah. So on the KMC curriculum website, there's a like section called like consulting slash booking. And there's several okay. different forms that they can fill out and it'll just send directly to me and it'll start a conversation. It's not a commitment or anything. It's just starting a conversation with us about what your ministry is needing. Um, we're all about being budget friendly and doing things as a ministry. It's not just a business. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to help ministries of all sides, shapes and sizes and budgets of all sizes. So um, we are definitely willing to work with people so they can just go there and fill out those forms. Love it. It is Corinne Noble. Corinne, you're an awesome lady. 
Thank you. Um, thank you for joining me on the coffee chat. Thank you for everything that you're doing to serve kids and families and to support churches. Absolutely. And you are loved. I love you. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. And I enjoyed having some coffee with you today. I, yeah. Are you sipping coffee or is it? I am. I've got some black coffee right here. It's probably getting cold now. We've been talking for like 25 minutes. It's actually, it's still pretty hot. Is it? All right. Okay. Corinne Noble. Thank you, Corinne. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. All right. Stay in touch. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Friends, thanks for joining me on today's coffee chat. Quick housekeeping item. Uh, the Parenting in Coronaville workshop releases today. This is a one-hour training um, for you to equip the families in your church with. Go to kidsmatter.com and click the training button at the top, and you'll see the Parenting in Coronaville workshop. We have five different speakers, all in a one-hour workshop. This is all pre-recorded content. You get a video file, an audio file for parents that want to listen on their commute or while they're exercising. You get a promo video, social graphics, reproducible workbook, all kinds of stuff. The intent is to help you be a hero with mom and dad because, let's face it, these are difficult days for families and parents. How do you help kids with their anxiety? How do you help them navigate screen time? How do you help them have intentional conversations about spiritual things. All this and more is part of the Parenting in Coronaville workshop. Today's a big day here at Kids Matter HQ because the workshop releases. So go to kidsmatter.com. Put a Z in there. I think you all know that by now. Kidsmatter.com. The red bar at the top, push training, and then you'll see a link to the Parenting in Coronaville workshop. Friends, can't wait to see you tomorrow back at the Daily Coffee Chat. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for everything that you are doing to serve kids and families so well. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.